Welcome to Marketing with Soul on the Relevant Podcast channel, where we discuss how to make healthcare relevant to modern consumers. I'm Jared Johnson, founder of the Shift Forward Health Production and Marketing Group. And I am Peter Balistrieri. I'm the Director of Corporate Communications and Public Relations at WVU Medicine and the Rockefeller Neuroscience Institute. Together, we're here to set up the first season today and dive into how CVS and Oak Street Health market themselves. What lessons can we learn and what does it mean to us about where America is and who's the real villain in healthcare anyway? So we've got a lot to cover. These episodes are fast moving, so we want to get right into it. But first and foremost, let's set this up, Peter. There's a little bit of deja vu going on in my life right now. We are sitting here recording almost five years to the day that we recorded the first episode of the Healthcare Wrap podcast. And so I wanted to throw it out there. People are going to ask right away, like, why do we need a new podcast? And why is it Jared and Peter again? You know, what's what's happened out there? And I will tell you what I think. And then, Peter, if you want to share why we want to call it Marketing with Soul, we'll dive into both things. Sounds good. First and foremost, when people ask, why do we need a podcast to cover some of these topics? The simple answer in my mind, which has been just hitting me over the head for about a year and a half now. And I'm finally getting around to it, thanks to you just kind of kind of encouraging me to do this, Peter. I feel like I can back this up, but it's a very strong feeling after observing the industry that current healthcare marketing does not reflect the current reality of healthcare choices for consumers. Consumer behaviors have changed. The height of the pandemic did a fundamental shift to what consumers expect. And as a result, a lot of marketing that comes from hospitals, health systems, provider organizations, health plans, doesn't match that new reality. So the modern consumer in healthcare addresses things very differently. So that's why I feel like we have a lot to cover. And we're going to not just look at what is another health system doing or what is a health plan doing. We're going to look at what people consider as disruptors, retailers, non-traditional organizations, How are they marketing themselves? So we're going to get into a couple of those today, Peter. That's my take. Why do we call this Marketing with Soul? Uh, Well, my take is, is being a a healthcare marketer myself and for, you know, the bulk of my career, you could see this coming, uh, like you were saying, during COVID um, and even afterwards. And it's interesting because uh, as a marketer, I always kind of had this idea of of content as king. And, you know, it, it, it it was said but it wasn't really done. And there was a lot of uh, traditional you know, ways to market uh, in healthcare. And I, I think just with the disruptors that are happening right now, there's just no possible way that you could stay stagnant um, as a healthcare marketer in this day and age now. And for me, it's a personal thing. You know, I, I, I have parents that are older. I, I'm in, firmly in the Gen X uh, striation here. Uh, and I also have kids as well. So when I go to work, I, you know, obviously I want to do it for a paycheck, but also it's also a big, a big deal for me to market the way I want my parents to see things. I want my kids to see things. And frankly, for me too, I mean, as, as someone that's getting older and older uh, male, there are things that I, I need to be looking at more and more often as well. So there's a, there's a huge personal aspect to it for me. But again, it also touches on my need to want to create content that is going to be at the right place, the right time, the right channel, uh, all of those things that our friends at the Content Marketing Institute talk about so often as well. So there's a, there's a huge personal reason, but there's also a reason why there's just has to be more and better information out there for people, and uh, especially in the world that we're in right now. So that's kind of my take on it. Well, we're going to keep coming back to those themes in terms of a greater purpose or a greater reason to be good at marketing. 
and especially when we're talking about marketing to modern consumers. So thanks for sharing that. We're going to dive right into The Hook. We have three segments in our show today, and they're each related to what I consider a part of a soul song. And one of those parts is a hook. It's the thing that draws you in. It's the thing you focus on, and then you notice it later. So our hook today has to do with, you know, what are we paying attention to? And what I really want to draw our our minds and our hearts to is the fact that the enemy here. I don't think is all these disruptors coming in. I don't think it's retailers coming in. I think the enemy when it comes to healthcare is an unhealthy America. I think it's people who aren't seeking the care that they need because either the experience is too hard, it's just been too complex, they've had a bad experience, or it's not marketed to them well enough. And so there's a win-win here. There's an intersection where if marketing's done right, People who need care are getting that care. And so, yes, hopefully it's at your facility. You know, hopefully it's with your group, with your organization. And that's where the intersection is here, too. So ideally, this is good for society and it's good for business. And let's talk about both, right? Yeah, I, I agree. And and uh, everything you said there is nail on the head. And and I think what it comes down to, as, as I started looking at this and, and prepping for this uh, particular episode is it, it really, I think, comes down to preventative care versus diagnostic care. Um, when you talk about a healthier America, you are talking about uh, that is that's the balance right there. Because I think in the past and, and even currently possibly is we're in diagnostic care right now. We are waiting for something to go wrong with us, some kind of a risk factor symptom. And then we, you know, we go to the doctor and we we, we figure out what's going on. And that, of course, unleashes the the Pandora's box of pharmaceuticals and you know all the kinds of things that that go on with when you get certain kinds of ailments and, and things that happen to you as you get older. Well, this is where preventative care will come in, and I think that these kinds of um, companies that were that are disrupting the landscape, if you will, are really pushing preventative care. They really want you to be on a schedule. And, you know, there's obviously money to be made from from their standpoint there. But I think that this is the direction we have to go as the United States to learn more about our bodies and to be better with how do we prevent things from happening before they even happen. And the organizations like the American Cancer Society and all of those all those not for profits, they had it right and they do have it right because they're, they're trying to tell us when we should be doing these things. And so that's where I think this, that's the fundamental, you know, I think um, shift, if you will, is going from diagnostic to preventative. Well, I agree. And tell you what, I think you and I both know that it's not binary. It's not one way or the other. It's both. And the mix of, of both is what's going to get us to a healthier society. So perfect way to, to transition into our next segment, which is the groove. This is kind of the main section of our of our show today. What we're going to talk about is how Oak Street Health and CVS market themselves. And there's a reason why this struck me. I'm pulling up just Oak Street Health's website, oakstreethealth.com. And Peter, there's a couple of messages here that I would love to just get your reaction to, because I think this is very important. I think it's underutilized. I think it's underestimated. I think the majority of healthcare marketing conversations that I'm hearing about and participating in, people are not talking about how a disruptive organization, how a startup, how a retailer is marketing themselves. They're just 
kind of either blowing it off or they're just they're, they're just they're not paying attention. And it's worth paying attention because this is what a consumer is seeing in their feeds when they do a Google search, uh, wh- whenever they're encountering messages and they are actually looking for care. So Oak Street Health, very first thing, their their tagline, their main message says, our specialty is you. And I, I do think that's a pretty, pretty simple message there. It's what, when I go down, when I scroll down just below that, there are three messages. It says, why choose Oak Street Health? And this is what just kind of got me. <laughs> Again, this was a few months ago when I first looked at this. There's three messages that says, doctors who actually listen you don't have to lift a finger and more than a doctor's office. And the part that says doctors who actually listen yeah. just like stopped me in my tracks. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, you know what you're implying here? And yes, absolutely. They know what they're implying here. Yes, <laughs> so uh, for those who aren't familiar with, with Oak Street, they are a value-based senior care organization. So they will have as many patient touch points as are needed to reduce hospitalizations. So it's a fascinating approach to primary care, especially for seniors. And the, the, the messaging here under that doctors who actually listen, and this is what I want to get your reaction to Peter is it says our doctors actually listen. In fact, there's a note taker on hand. So your doctor can give you their full attention. You won't feel rushed and they'll make sure you understand everything. Yeah. So Peter, you're sitting here at a hospital. What, what, what do you think when you read something like that? Well, I, what this is, is this is, this is content marketing, uh, in far, as far as I'm concerned, because for a, a cool $10.6 billion, just a mere drop in the bucket for CVS, they're doing this right. I mean, because they know their audience. When you take your mom or your dad into the care clinic or something along those lines, and then they come out and you say, oh, how did it go? What do you have to do? I forgot. Well, th- this is reality though. I mean, the the movies, the, the shows, they're based on because of real things that happen in people's lives. And so that's a great little point right there. And even the screen before that you first referenced, you don't have to read a ton, right? It goes right to uh, where you're where you're putting in your 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 information, and it's 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 request an appointment. It's right there. Everything is right up front, and they're showing, of course, pictures of people that look like who are going to be visiting the site. So it seems simple, but it is absolutely perfect in their approach to how to gain, uh, you know, followers and, 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 and business, honestly. So I, I love it. I love what they're doing here. I think it's a great opportunity for them. I'm with you. So I'm scrolling a little bit further because what I want to see is, you know, what are those action items? The very next thing that says that they are approved by AARP. So again, when they're talking to a Medicare eligible population, that is important. Then they talk about finding quality care nearby. The very first thing, browse doctors and find one in your neighborhood. Uh, right above that when it says uh, you don't have to lift a finger. So it, it even says here, managing your healthcare should be simple. And I've I've spoken a lot about how many hospitals and health systems can can say that because that is a brand promise. Managing your healthcare should be simple. We eliminate the hassles. That's the wording here on Oak Street's site. So that's a brand promise that they're trying to establish. Now, can they achieve that promise? Does that match the experience? Uh, a a lot of people will say yes. So how many hospitals and health systems and provider groups can say that? Yep, we made this simple, not simple on a curve, not simple grading it according to other healthcare experiences, but according to the rest of our lives. And it's true. That's not very common. And I I think it's interesting there. And the other part that they say is more than a doctor's office. So just listen to the wording here. It says a a healthcare and community center in one 
Your neighborhood Oak Street Health Center is a place to socialize and enjoy feel-good activities and events, including craft making, education, and exercise classes. Now, I know a lot of yeah, a lot of health systems do some of these things, community events and classes, exercise classes, fitness events, et cetera. But it's the way they just said your neighborhood center. It's a place to socialize and enjoy feel good activities. Yeah. You know, why, why do you think they're so intentional with that wording? I mean, that's, that's the situation too. I mean, again, they've done such a great job in creating this, this model, if you will, of uh, going outside of the medications outside of the surgeries, outside of the, whatever it happens to be. And they're really, they're, they're playing on this idea that they're, they're creating community. Cause look at, at the end of the day, people want to be around people and they, they want to be around people that are like them. They can commiserate. They can, they can talk about experiences. They can talk about their families, right? Because again, these are older, uh, this is an older audience. And so to, to, to get them there, to have, to have them be comfortable and enjoy the healthcare experience that they're offering, they have to almost make it in like a, like a community center that opens up to people talking and, you know, sharing stories and things like that. So I think they just did an absolute wonderful job with that. Yeah, I'm with you. The one last thing I'm looking at here that we'll talk about today for Oak Street is the schedule and appointment. It says connect with a doctor. So I'm clicking once there's a request an appointment form. So I haven't selected a clinic yet. It does list clinics that are near me. Yeah, I live in the Phoenix area, right? So there there are clinics near me actually. But the request an appointment form just has a couple of fields, just name, zip code, phone number, date of birth, and email. And then if I do that, if I hit request appointment, that that's a pretty simple process to at least get started, right? So somebody who is either a, a patient now, a, a member, so to speak, or somebody who's interested and just wants to learn and, and try it for the first time, that that, that process is pretty simple. I, I always think digital experience is just as important as the brand message. So yeah, that's the last part I'm noticing here. Maybe we could run over to CVS here real quick and and just look at some of the their messaging because you know clearly CVS is an example of one that's that's in a different space than what we were just describing. They describe theirs as healthcare and wellness services, and then they list things like primary care separately. So if I click through to primary care on the CVS Health site, it describes it as providing high-quality, physician-led primary care enabled services when and where people are, in local communities, at home, and virtually. So again, I think that the overarching message there makes sense. It's one of those things that, that doesn't stop me in my tracks anywhere. It's the next part on their site, which says convenient quality care. Again, for most healthcare organizations, we're trying to reach a modern consumer who lives and dies by this now. It, it's so true. People get tired of comparing to Amazon, but there are parts of the experience at any healthcare organization that pe- most people do compare to the most convenient thing that they've experienced somewhere else in their life. And so while it might not feel fair, I point it out because to a consumer, sometimes there's no difference there. They're not just saying, oh, hey, you, you know, I expect you to treat me well. A lot of clinical care meets expectations and surpasses it. A lot of clinical care is amazing and it is life-changing and it does improve your life. And so not, none of this takes away from that. And I think that's, that's an ongoing conversation that we'll have to keep coming back to continually is the fact that, yeah, it doesn't change the quality of care. No, and, and I think that the core 
of primary care is a relationship. And that unfortunately gets lost in, in a lot of different health systems. Uh, some of them do it really, really well. And I think what CVS and Oak Street are doing here is they've tapped into that. They understand that this has got to be more than just a transaction. It's got to be a relationship because at the end of the day, your primary care doctor should know you, should know your family, should know your risk factors, your genetic disposition. And they're the ones that are going to funnel you to the right place. And you need, it almost has to be like a family, it's like, you know, that idea of family doctors and, and a family friend. And it's, it's, it's a little bit of Americana, but um, you're right. And in, in when you attach experiences that we had with Amazon and, and the, these, you know, Uber or whatever it happens to be, you want that relational value, but you want that convenience. Uh, it, there's an affinity for convenience now. Uh, we're, we're, it, we just expect it. But we also, it's funny because it's two, the two sides of the coin. We expect convenience, but we also expect people to know us and, and have some personality to this. So um, it'll be interesting to see how things go, but um, I, I, I like how things uh, are, are trending here. I agree. I agree. And another perfect place, Peter, it's like you've planned these transitions here because now it's perfect way for us to run into our, our final segment here, which is the call. Now you, you might say, wait, what does that have to do with soul music? So one influence of soul music is gospel music, which oftentimes includes a call and response. And so that's what we're referring to is the call. In this case, it's a call to action. And the question here is, well, what's one thing that marketers can do with this information as we look at well, how Oak Street is referring to themselves as finally doctors who care and CVS saying, look, it's convenient quality care. How can we use this information as marketers to improve the health of America? How can we help people seek care and find it and access it? What are your thoughts on that? Uh, you know, I, I come back to what we, we talked about before is, uh, is, is preventative versus diagnostic. If this is truly where we're going, then we've got to be better as Americans at, at taking care of ourselves mentally, physically, emotionally, all of those areas. And if these models are going to get us down that path in a better way, then I think that's, I'm for that. Because again, from a personal standpoint, I have kids and I have parents that I, that I take care of. And I think that this is the America that we, we need to shape now. We need to be thinking about our, our health on a daily basis and doing the things that we need to do rather than waiting for, for too long to, for something to happen and going into a di diagnostic format. So I think that's kind of what I come back to. And, you know, from the marketing side of that is marketing preventative. You know, it's the messaging around kind of, okay, you're this age, you should be looking for these things. You know, it's, it's uh, getting the message to people when they need it, where they need it, how they need it, why they need it. Um, and it's, it's, you know, it's about personas. It's about all of those things where, you know, yes, I, I'm, I, I bet there's marketer, healthcare marketers that are saying, yeah, we know all that, but are you doing it? And that's really the key is that I think I, I'll quote Content Marketing Institute again, a lot of, a lot of brands don't have a, a content strategy. Uh, I think it was almost something like 60% don't have a content strategy. So if you're just winging it and you think you know the answer and maybe you do know the answers, you still got to put it into a plan and make it happen. And so I, I think, you know, getting it down to a, a, a use case level, that's what I think. Perfect. Well, I'll tell you what, that's enough talk from us. Now it's time to go do something about it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for everything here. And be sure to tune in next time for Marketing with Soul. On behalf of Peter Balistrieri, this is Jared Johnson signing off.